It's a system that allows for additional rules layers to be put on top of it. Tori, do you have a mustache? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> Thank, thank you for asking, because I was definitely wondering. Like, You've never noticed my mustache? I, I just saw it right before he said it, and I was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Weird Al Yankovic thing going on with the, with the shirt and the mustache. I just wanted to be like you guys. You're taping this meeting, right? You could screen grab that later? Yeah, no, this is all recorded. Okay, great. Oh, this is recorded. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> I understand mustaches now. Yeah, right. Like they, they're empowering. That's why. That's why all the best toms have a mustache of some kind. Hey, everybody! Welcome to the Gimme the Loot podcast, a TTRPG podcast that, in hindsight, really does understand that maybe, just maybe, could have done a pre-run through of this game before running this game. My name's Turner. I'll be your dungeon master and host of pre, mid, and post-show announcements. And I got a little splaining to do. First of all, Happy New Year. So excited to be starting a new, fresh year. And hey, maybe if I try hard and long enough, I'll let the whole Year of the Dragon thing let me establish a false sense of confidence and optimism about the year. But then my magical thinking will prevent me from speaking about it because that would curse it, which brings me to announcements for the show. Hey, if you're a new listener, welcome. Please, dear God, please, oh God, tell me this is not the first episode you're listening to. Because it will either set the bar exceptionally high if you're one of us, or exceptionally low if you're one of the other people. Either way, there's a letdown coming, which in the context of this episode probably represents a poor choice of words. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. You already know what you're getting into, so hey, how you doing? And of course, if you're one of our patrons, a big special thank you to your support, which helps us bring you bigger and better content. Okay, gang, just real quick apologies. This front announcement's going to be a little bit heavier than normal, as you might expect for the first true release of the year. First of all, regarding this particular episode, decided very early on that we were going to use a dating sim to game out one of the challenges in Fate's Shadow Library Adventure. It took about two seconds to decide on the one we decided on, but it was a visual experience, which meant the cast had to jump on Zoom to record this episode so they could see and read the lines that were presented to them. I think we've done a good job of communicating that visual experience into an auditory medium, but there was one side effect of that. Now, normally when we record, we record both online using Zencaster and locally on our own computers, with those local recordings primarily being the ones that you hear. However, occasionally the Audacity session that somebody uses does something weird and doesn't actually save. Somebody forgets to hit record. Somebody doesn't upload their file in time for it to come down for the actual edit. A couple of different things happen that we end up kicking over to the Zencaster backup. And we did that exact same thing, except we were in Zoom this time and being in Zoom created some unintended weird side effects. It relocated one cast member's mic, so his local ended up sounding like it was in another room. It created additional interference in other cast members' mics, so 
There's some additional clicking and clacking that's not normally there for one of our regular records. And then finally, there were a couple of local sessions that just got eaten. So ended up having to use Zoom audio for more cast members than I would normally like on this. And again, I don't know why Zoom audio is not normally great, but this particular Zoom audio was extra zoomy. I don't know. There's a word there. So to even make it usable, it required passing it through an additional layer of post-production to reconstruct some of the audio bits, which means there's going to be sections that sound particularly auto-tuned, very specifically on Fate, Baba, and Eldrin's tracks. Apologies for that. It's still light years ahead of where our audio was when we started the show, but you're going to notice a difference there. It's going to sound a little bit weird from time to time. It was completely unexpected because we do what we normally do and just got completely different results. So it's something that we will be very conscious of in the future, but also shouldn't pop up again because Lord knows we're not doing a dating sim twice in this particular campaign. So just wanted to get that out of the way. Also regarding this episode, we took a pre-published dating sim and then modified it to be in line with our show, which means there are going to be times where we took names of characters in the sim and molded them to match our characters' names, like Todrium instead of Miriam, or Astrin instead of Ashley. And boy, how do you think I would remember that through a broadcast, but there are more than a few times where I slip back over to the name that's on front of me on, on the screen instead of the actual merging of the character's name. So I don't think it's too confusing. I mean, y'all are all smart people. And yes, I am saying that primarily to flatter you as a way of buttering you up to be more tolerant of my mistakes. But also, I've met some of you, you're actually shockingly intelligent, and it, it worries me that you listen to our show. Just wanted to give you a heads up on that. So if something catches your ears kind of wide and you're like, who the hell are they talking about? Just rewind 15 seconds. I guarantee you, you'll get it. And finally, last for the, these pre-episode shenanigans regarding the release of this episode, as mentioned previously, this one took a chunk of extra time to produce, which means I am still optimistic that I'm going to be able to get the second half of it out this week as a plus size episode. But I also want to be very realistic about the chance that that will slip into next week's release as well. And finally, just on the matter of release schedule as a whole and off-week content. Going forward, I've got to put us back on a bi-weekly release schedule for campaign episodes. It really comes down to balancing out production of one particular aspect of the show to the production aspects of the entire show. And while traditionally we've done this big story crunch at the end of the year and the beginning of the next year, that effort this year just seems to be eating up more time somehow. I'm not sure, but it, it just is. So I'm left with the choice of either focusing on just this one particular aspect of show production and not being able to contribute to any other aspect of the show or putting us back to our traditional schedule, which is what we're going to do, which brings me to the off-week content. So the off-week content was always intended to serve two functions. Number one, bring content to the podcast listener that they may not pick up if they didn't watch our Twitch stream. And two, provide a break for me between editing story episodes, which were a little bit bigger, which is why you got stream content dropped, like the guest quest or the DM splainings. But over time, something weird happened. The DM splainings got a little bit more into visually driven content like the character creation projects, or just got a little bit weirder that they didn't make sense to rebroadcast as audio. And the guest quests, which were great for that, until I started focusing too much on actually editing that audio, 
even just a little bit, even just to get it slightly more passable. And then we hit a period where real life and work made scheduling a challenge for a big chunk of the crew, which made it even harder to then go out and schedule guest quests. That tank ran out, and so we've been using Hunter's Party's content for off week for the last couple of months. Ultimately, though, republishing those Hunter's Parties in the main feed really isn't fair to our patrons, and I am starting to spend time going back and cleaning up that audio because it's older audio, which is self-defeating as off week in the first place. I know I have a problem. Trust me, I'm well aware. So where does that leave off week content going forward? Well, if we've got something that I can legitimately put out of a folder and drop it into the off week without spending an ounce of time doing an additional edit, like a guest quest that I will just come to grit my teeth and, and bear the fact if the audio is a little bit off, or a DM explaining or something like that from days past that doesn't require a visual aid to understand, we're going to drop that in the feed. But at the end of the day, if I don't have something that I can just drag and drop or extremely short form content that isn't going to be an editing burden, there won't be off week content that week. And frankly, I think y'all will be happier for that because what it means is we'll have a little bit more space to get back to doing some of the other creative content that might have fallen off in the previous year. Hopefully it'll let me get a little bit more time to spend on the actual campaign content releases, which means maybe getting back to some of the production values that I feel like we've slipped on. And number two means that they come out like clockwork on Tuesday instead of Wednesday or Thursday with a heartfelt apology, which I feel like an ass every time that I have to do. Ultimately, it comes down to making that bi-weekly campaign content, which should be the focus, the focus, and baking any content that shows up in the off weeks bonus, which is what it should be instead of the secondary grind that it's become. I appreciate you guys being understanding on this and, and giving me the time to run through it. And I think I've taken enough time at the top of the episode. So with a reminder that Gimme the Loot is not a family-friendly show, and dear God, is this not a family-friendly episode? Due to a mix of profanity, crude humor, violence, questionable fast food substitutions, and gore, any additional content warnings will be put in the show notes below. Back in a bit for mid-show episodes and patrons, stay tuned after the show. Your special thank yous are back, and if you're not a patron... Be sure to tune in after the show to find out exactly what they're going to be getting in the new year. But I've said enough for now. Let's start the show. And we're back with the party of five. I'm Tori. I play Maury. And I'm the DM now. Just kidding. I'm not. I'm not even Maury to now. I think I'm part of a game. I'm part of a simulation. <laughs> <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next is me. I'm Harlan. And I play... Todd the Tiefling on this podcast right here, right now. And that is Todd, a.k.a. T-O-double-D, a.k.a. your favorite bounty hunter's favorite bounty hunter, a.k.a. the Todd father, a.k.a. your MVT bringing a BT, Todd. Oh! He's the greatest in the universe. He's not mad. He's not mad. He is your favorite bounty hunter's favorite bounty hunter, sir. You, res you will respect him. <laughs> you will respect him. What? what? You will respect him. I don't think I will. Uh, I'm Jamie. I play Eldrin. Uh, and did you know that uh, dryads are bound to a specific tree? And if that tree is destroyed, they kind of go a little crazy, kind of go mad. Uh, the reason for this is because they continue to experience all the things that happen to a tree after it's cut down. 
So the trees turn into lumber. It's getting cut up. They're feeling all that stuff. Nails being nailed on the tree. Uh, if it happens to get turned into paper, the milling process is pretty painful. And then, uh, yeah, they toilet the paper, uh, you know, not not too fun. No. These have gotten really dark. I kind of almost prefer the racist ones. Is this payback <laughs> for calling the earlier ones racist? Because that is a level of body horror yep. that I don't know that I'm comfortable with. <laughs> I'm just going to make them miserable. Make, make it stop. Just triads getting wiped on people's asses. Yep. It's not fun anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Was cutting down their homes fun before? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, somebody was doing it, so I guess it was fun for them. But anyways, um, this is Jazz, and I play Fate. Um, and I did a really good job of fighting the temptation of jumping into the dating sim to kind of cheat and get ahead. Uh, but instead, I decided to prepare in other ways. And so Fate has been practicing his necromancing spells. Oh. Ew. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's wow. super gross. Ne neck. Neck. Romancing. Romancing necks? Is that what you was saying? Oh. Yep, 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 yep. Nope. Neck romancing, sir. I got it. We got it. Yeah. Yeah, no. Oh, oh, no. No, no. I thought you were fucking dead people. Oh. Neck romancing. You didn't get the corny joke in there? No, no. Yeah, no. I got the corny joke. I got it. It was just really bad. No. These fucking dead people. <laughs> no. Uh, no, I just immediately imagined <laughs> Jazz whispering in each of our ears, just over, like, right, breathing on our necks. <laughs> it, yeah. I just pictured him masturbating to giraffes. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I got a fucking problem. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh. Oh, no. Is that a neck fetish? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> oh, no. Anthony? One second. There's a whole different meaning to give me that neck. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, Lord. did it. Don't Ooh. get mad at me. On, on that note, I am Anthony, and I play Baba Tunde. <laughs> 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 All right. It's only downhill from here, unfortunately. That's the thing. So, Jess, as you were moving towards that tiefling, you began to drift off and you're disoriented a little bit at first because you're you're no longer in the shadow library. You uh, wake up as the morning sun streams through your dorm room in your modest little student apartment. Everything is peaceful. You feel like, you know, for the first time in months, you can finally take a... Uh, Oh my God! You guys can't hear this, can you? No, uh, no, no. The alarm clock is going off, and it's a chicken clucking. So that's why. I <laughs> <laughs> but then all of a sudden, there is a a shrill clucking as your alarm clock just starts. Cluck, 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 cluck. Uh, the clucking of that chicken takes him back to being. Um, at home near the farmlands and he's not I'm not I'm not happy with that so I'm definitely going to reach over and throw my clock like up against the wall and try to like go back to sleep and 
getting myself in a better state of mind than that. All right. You slept through the school year and gave up on the once in a lifetime opportunity to meet Colonel Sanders. You lose. Oh, no. (laughs) The whole year? The whole year? Jesus. (laughs) Oh, my God. Fate. (laughs) Game over. So, fate. The alarm is going off. You pick it up, you throw it out the window and immediately go back to sleep. You hear a voice pop in over your shoulder. Um... Okay, look, I'm going to give you that one for free, but (laughs) let me remind you the stakes of this. You've got one chance to get up and romance someone, or you're going to have to, I don't, not your soul, but there's going to have to be some trade for you to go to the next level. So let's try that again. (laughs) And the world swirls around you. Wow. First choice fail. (laughs) (laughs) Woo. Our Pete a little too hard there. Yeah. Uh, Jeez. Did not know we were playing on fucking hardcore mode, Colonel Sanders. Hard mode. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) A 50-50 chance of immediate game open. God damn. (laughs) (laughs) You're a fucking loser. So you are back in the comfy dorm room, little heart stickers on your window, power chicken poster on the wall at your above your head. It was actually kind of cool. K-pop band poster <laughs> mm-hmm. above your uh, scrying portal, and your alarm starts going off again. Vans that are way too big for fate. There's no way that's his shoe size. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I, I, I thought I was rest- resting myself back down, and something's just refusing to let me rest. And that, now that the alarm's going back off again, that's fine. Get up, roll, and start wiping my eyes and turn off the alarm and start looking around. And you are excited by the prospects of everything that awaits you at the prestigious University of Cooking School Academy for Learning. (laughs) Normir campus. Okay, so, uh, cooking school. Well, uh, you know. Some memories of his mother and memories of my mother and uh, her, her cooking are starting to go through my mind and now all of a sudden... There's possibilities to kind of make this a nice tie in whatever I'm suffering through. So let's uh, let's go ahead and try and take this seriously and let's go ahead and get ourselves up and give us the old home alone face slap and let's do this. Yosh. Uh, better make sure to arrive prepared for the first day so I'll get up and get cleaned up and get all of my gear and books and go through my checklist, uh, brush my teeth, fix my hair, of course, get on some uh, some some cologne, some deodorant and get on out there. You confidently grab a biscuit, strut out the door, and head off to class. Biscuit. Just what you needed to get your blood flowing. Confidently grab a biscuit. <laughs> confidently grab your biscuit. Mm-hmm. Wait, but wait, no drink, no gravy? Just going to eat the biscuit dry? Like- mm-hmm. Dry biscuit. Dry biscuit. No butter? Wait, wait. They're telling you that KFC's biscuits don't need them. If this is Popeye's... You'd be ruined. That's this is KFC flexing their mic. I'm just confused by you said nothing to drink, no gravy. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have something to moisten up the biscuit. Either drink or gravy. It's a glass of gravy. Yep. <laughs> they, they give you that big cup of it. <laughs> you know, nothing gets you going in the morning like a hot glass of gravy. So standing in the quad, you gaze upon the magnificent grounds of the University of Cooking School Academy for Learning Normir Campus. Look, here comes your best friend forever. Who wants to be Miriam? Show of hands. It's not a friend of fate. I feel like Todd would end up manifesting as this character in hell <laughs> okay. for fate. Ah, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Ah. There you go. They're perfect sense. All right. <laughs> His best friend. <laughs> I like it. I rolled in everything. <laughs> you see your best friend forever, Toddarium, walking over. She's the most awkward person you've ever met, and you absolutely love her for it. And you see a gender-swapped Todd the Tiefling, let's be perfectly clear, walking over 
wearing a chef's hat, a chef's tunic with an ascot tied around their neck. Ooh, ascot. His horns styled downward in pigtails, and Todd walks up to you and says, Good morning, Fate. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> nope, you cannot back that down. Hello, Fate. Are you excited for the first day of the rest of our lives? Actually, I'm... Because I'm sure I am excited and a little nervous. Okay, okay. A lot nervous. What's the... It's just that this morning I made breakfast for myself. Well, when I ate it, I couldn't taste any love in the food. What if I'm no good? What if I fail? Classic Miriam. Raised to fight in the Master Chef fighting pits... She's always held herself to a very high standard. Sad face. Swagger-wise. Sad face. Ever since we were little babies playing together, as you rescued me from that quicksand box, <laughs> it's been clear to me that you're the most loving, caring person I know. You're going to do great. But with the University Cooking School, Academy for Learning's famous three-day-only seminars, I'm afraid of being left behind and never catching up. Tadarium was always a little bit of a drama queen. We, we, we know it, folks. This summer, she got so nervous about her first kiss, she chipped a tooth practicing on a mannequin. Oh, no. Are you going to pep talk your friend or change the subject to school gossip? Let's, uh, let's change the subject to school gossip, shall we? You know, it's, it's hard to see Tadarium like this, and frankly, it's exhausting. Tadarium can be a lot. So rather than dwell on their anxiety and be a good friend, you choose to change the subject to something more interesting. All summer, you've been hearing rumors about a dreamy, enigmatic mystery student who's enrolled at the school. Yeah, well, it's uh, that's a little, little, little bit to worry about, but I'm, sh I'm sure it'll be fine. So, have you heard me more about this, uh, the mystery student we read about on the message boards? What's the tea? What's the tea? Oh, get this. I heard his name, his, his name is Harlan, and he is no ordinary student. <laughs> How it's happening right now? <laughs> that's, that's Colonel Sanders' real name. What? Oh, I did not know that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Colonel Sanders' name is Harlan Sanders, yes. Were you named after Colonel Sanders, Harlan? <laughs> wow. I was not definitely not named after Colonel Sanders. <laughs> I'm going to need to see a sworn affidavit from your folks that you weren't because... <laughs> I did not know. I did not know. They say he, is, he has powers. He's had them ever since he was born from an egg. What? This Harlan lore we're getting. <laughs> that is your line, Faye. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Between the boys and the shit that's happening right now, just... <laughs> okay. He spells it with a D as well. Not on most people spell Harlan like that either. <laughs> the exact same spell. Just you and the colonel? <laughs> Just me and the colonel. Just you and the colonel. <laughs> An egg? Like a chicken? Don't be ridiculous. But that thing about having powers, it, it would line up with some of the other rumors I've heard. Like, I've heard he once fought a bear with just a smile? What? Be glad we aren't playing Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. You can fuck a bear in the new Baldur's Gate 3. What? And apparently that's in uh, Harlan's backstory as well. <laughs> <laughs> you both are moved to emotion thinking about a student so handsome that the laws of physics don't <laughs> dare apply to them. As if their powers shaped reality around them. But before you can get another word out, you are rudely interrupted when someone smacks your books and <laughs> custom engraved measuring spoons out of your hands and onto the ground. Her. <laughs> it's Ash Eldrin? Eldrin Lane? Astrin? It's Astrin, your arch rival. She's totally evil. And you see a gender swapped Eldrin. Still rocking the mullet. <laughs> mullet so long and purple that it curves down around her back. Red visor on uh, with a long sleeved chef's tunic with, with a weird heart cut out. 
over their belly button. You can't help be filled with jealousy uh, because you know she can get anything she wants and she knows it. Oh, I didn't see you there, chicken shins. This bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You leave fake shins alone. They are perfectly normal shins. We know we're truly in the world of fantasy when Harlan has to defend somebody's legs. (laughs) Oh, you you can't stand Astrin. Even their name is ignoring. You know for a fact that it's actually Eldrin, but she had to add extra letters to it to make herself feel better than everyone and to fit with the, the conceit of this whole weird shit that we're doing. If anyone here knows what perfect shins look like, it's us. Uh, I'm not going to let you or your really weird insults get to me. Or Taj. My intros are perfectly acceptable. <laughs> Across the quad, you can see Ash Edrin's best friend. You see more and more the Goo Goo, who has stopped and looked at their own reflection in the mirror. They formed their form into a, appear to have pants so tight, which is really weird because they're not really wearing any clothes. It's just their body formed into the shape of tight pants. You can see them casually working out their glutes while they style their head into the shape of fair. <laughs> Is that twerking? How are you casually working out your glutes? No lie. They're rocking glutes. <laughs> <laughs> How do you casually? Bam, bam. More, more. More, more. More, more. Sorry. More, more. More, more. <laughs> <coughs> you rang, rang? <laughs> oh, good God. <laughs> As more, more approaches, you see a plasmoid that have shaped themselves into an incredibly buff, tall, human-esque figure, their hair styled into a star hawk, (laughs) their body shaped to appear to contain not only the tight pants, but a leather jacket and- Please explain that shirt. Please explain it. Just like a a Dickies, like a chef tunic, but it's just the Dickies. It's just the front part. A little bib. A little bib. Yeah. Yeah. A little bib. It's confusing for all of us in a lot of ways. You're not sure what Astrin's and Moramore's arrangement are, but you know they've been just as good friends- as you and Tadrium, but significantly more devious. I, I can't believe the University of Cooking School Academy for Learning... Normier Campus. N- Normier Campus would ever allow people like you to attend as student. I know, right? <laughs> and you think they just hand us our diplomas now? Or maybe hire us on as professors. You amateurs could learn a lot from us. Yeah. <laughs> With the first day of school about to start, there's just no time to properly tell these two off, so you resist the urge. Let's, let's go, Tadrian. See you later, Sluzes. Is Tadrian just like snacking on a frog? <laughs> she got braces installed in between the scene, and I love it. <laughs> As you approach the door, you see a goofy looking kid pushing hard against the window directly next to it. Just a little kitty. <laughs> it's it's Bob. Um, uh, oopsie. I think it's broken. You reach forward and easily pull the door open, Fate. Um, I I think this is yeah. This should do the trick here. I love you. <laughs> I I think nope. you mean thank you. My name is Bob. <laughs> I was named after my pop pop. He's old. You see, a very young. You're not sure if they're short or it's just a very young version of Baba has been hitting the biscuits as his chef's tunic is stretched out over an adorable little pot belly, wine juice box squarely in one hand and bag of indeterminate food in the other. Could someone like this also be at the student of the school? 
He'd have to be one heck of a chef. His name tag clearly says Tunde, but maybe he's reading it upside down? We're not really sure. Uh, hi, I'm Fate. So, uh, what? Uh, are you going to make me hold this door all day, or are you going to go in? No. And with that, he heads inside in, in front of you. <laughs> do, 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 do. Is it just me, or is she kind of cute? I think it's just you. Well, possible. Tadarium robbing the crate a little bit. I think we're all creeped out by that. <laughs> you both shrug your shoulders and head into the building. You stand at the edge of a classroom, unsure of where to sit. Other students kind of wander in and make themselves busy chit-chatting. And then, through the door, what could only be described as a normal-sized person with a, a big head and ear sticking out to the side. What we're going over here is Spooky Leo as a corgi. <laughs> so imagine Spooky Leo turned into a corgi. <laughs> That's what toddles in. A scruffy-looking goblin-inspired dog comes in, takes their place at the podium, and sits in front of the class, a uh, spatula in their mouth. Truly hell. Hey, now, now, now. Quiet down, everybody. <laughs> Who, who's this unreasonably cute pup, and why is he in our class? You must be Spookles, head instructor and CEO of USC AL <laughs> Nomira campus. There you go. <laughs> Please call me Professor Gob. Leo. Gob. <laughs> Professor Gob. I may be cute and green and a little scaly. That's the psoriasis, but I still demand your respect. Leo. Woof. <laughs> what? A cute goblin dog for the professor. This is the best school ever. And weirdest fucking sex dream, fate. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, only a goblin's nose would be capable of picking up all the nuances of fine dining. Out of nowhere, suddenly, winds begins to rush around the classroom, and a swirl of cherry blossom petals mysteriously fill the air inside the classroom. I'm chilly. Someone close the window. And then... He walks in. <laughs> yeah, I figured it. <laughs> You're immediately swept up in the aura of this new student and his remarkable goatee. Standing in front of you is what could only be described as young hot Trithereon, who we've already established as a Colonel Sanders persona. <laughs> but there he is. An anime sexy Trithereon walks into the room. Who knew he could be so handsome? Time stands still. It's him, is it? It's... If it isn't my favorite student, <laughs> Harland... Harlan Therion interrupts Professor Gob before he can finish his sentence. Please call me Colonel. Hold on. I do declare. I'll say it. Please call me Colonel. Colonel Trithereon. The voice really ruins it for you, I'm sure. Like in the audio format, we're just going to imagine hot anime, yeah, foghorn. Got to really leghorn that one up. It's going to be a buff chicken. I say, it is a sexy chicken in this bitch. I do declare. Unfortunately, this is the conceit of our show. <laughs> a hushed murmur rolls through the classroom as Colonel Tritherion, Colonel Harlan Tritherion, <laughs> walks down the aisle of desks. Suddenly, the room is sweltering. Sweat begins to beat across your bow. You feel like everyone is looking at you and you're not entirely wrong. Me? And over here must be sweaty sweats a lot. Maybe we should open that window back up before faucet pits melt into a puddle and evaporates entirely. Oh, with the insults. Faucet pits. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'll write these down. Chicken shins, faucet pits. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you about being able to confuse the fuck out of somebody. Like, what is happening right now? <laughs>
And there'd be one person in the room that would make eye contact with you and having played the game and be like, I am both shocked and amazed in this moment. (laughs) (laughs) Both of you know my name. We were in the same party together. And what is with all these really weird insults? Because <laughs> your pits are, are, are leaking. Fate, real quick, constitution saving throw. Oh, no. To see just how bad those pit stains really are. <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, that's a 21. Uh-huh. Oh, you take a moment to clean yourself up and you realize they're not too bad. It's a good thing you didn't forget about that deodorant this morning. Hey. Because this classroom is hot, hot, hot. DM, I have a question. Yep. Um, when you describe this classroom and you describe this photo of this man in the top left corner, <laughs> who was that? <laughs> <laughs> I did not describe that. I am not sure who that is. <laughs> that might be real life Colonel Sanders. <laughs> so yeah, it is a pretty standard college classroom, rows of desks on one side, map of Arnosia over to the right, a chalkboard with some incantations written on there about secret spell components, and the portrait of a very, very, very strange white man (laughs) above a tack board by a clock, possibly the real life Tritherion. Professor Gobb steps in to settle the class down and set some ground rules. All right, welcome to the University Cooking School Academy for Learning Narmerian campus, the greatest culinary academy in the world, the birthplace of culinary legends past, present, future, uh, and in fantasy. Many challenges await you. There will be tears. There will be blood. There might even be other fluids. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm, like that. No other fluids, please. At, at, at a cooking school? Whoa, we... When all is said and done, there will be a battle. You will lift your sporks and compete. In the Moyo Mossberg Memorial Cooking Arena. Just then, another student enters the classroom and inter- interrupts the professor's rousing speech. Who is it? Who wants to play this new mystery character? This generic white guy. <laughs> this is Gene Eric. Hi, guys. Sorry I'm late. Where's that coming from? Fate. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, Chad. <laughs> That's a good generic white guy voice. Good job. <laughs> I am Chad. <laughs> Hi, guys. Sorry I'm late. Hope everyone had a good summer. I really miss- Quiet! Late to class is bad enough, but you're interrupting my monologue? You're on the fast track out of here, young man. Are you Are you sure you're even in the right place? Don't you recognize me? This is my third year in the school with you as my teacher. Isn't it a three-day class? You know I can't remember NPC names. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Everyone stares at him blankly. Does no one remember me? I'm- You're expelled if you utter one more word before I finish. Let that be a lesson to you students that tardiness is unacceptable. Even- Clank made it here on time, rolling halfway across town on his tiny wheels. Champagne Clank? <laughs> Champagne Clank, indeed. <laughs> you turn to see the student Sprinkles is referring to, which appears to be some sort of weirdly well-endowed kitchen appliance. <laughs> Buzz hour. Champagne Clank. The class bursts into laughter. <laughs> like a Pokemon. <laughs> What's endowed on a kitchen appliance? Well, that's Champagne's Pank's whole personality. <laughs> Ham Jam keeps him around because uh, he's got a huge dong. <laughs> oh. Hank's dong. This oven's got some good knobs. <laughs> this oven's got some good knobs. All right. <laughs> Class person to laughter. Oh, Champagne Clank, you rascal. Every, sp- uh, uh, Spookles. Spookles. <laughs> Spookles. Thank God. Hold on. Let me write that down. <laughs> this is a lot for my poor old man brain. Oh, it's a lot. It's a lot of NPCs. So Spookles walks around the costume. He gets up to you, Fate, and takes a deep sniff. 
Mmm, your diet is lacking. Based what I'm picking up here, you definitely need um, a multivitamin. Uh, you should be taking better care of yourself. You've never uh, had a goblin dog as a teacher before, but Spookle's reputation for being smart but tough is well known. Mm-hmm. So what do you do, Fate, to endear yourself to Spookles? Um, rummage around. Uh, oh, oh, what? oh, I've got a little chicken snack here. Uh, Mr. Spookles, I wonder if you'd be interested in this. You produce a chicken snack in your hand. Spookle's eyes go wide as he locks into it. Oh, that's my favorite if it was weed. But uh, if it was hash, we would be A+, plus. but I will take it. (laughs) Well, 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 I think there may be some competition for a new star student. The gobby professor immediately devours the snack, leaving your hand slick with a warm (laughs) coating of Leo drool. (laughs) You see the other students eye you jealously, but pay them no mind. (laughs) Pay none of this no mind. All right, settle down, young chef. Take your shit. See, <laughs> take your shits. T- take your shit. <laughs> take your shits. Settle down, young chefs. Take your seats and prepare to have your minds open to the amazing possibilities of culinary creation. Everyone rushes to claim their seats. You're left standing at the front of the room. Only two options remain. Hey, Fred, there's still a seat here. Ah, uh, well, it seems no one has claimed this seat next to me. If you're interested. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I have to choose between sitting next to Todd or sitting next to Tritherion. This is... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I do declare hot anime Tritherion. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at these cheekbones, I say. <laughs> oh, no. You could cut glass with them. <laughs> cut glass and ass. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm gonna go sit by... Colonel Tritherion. Colonel Holland Tritherion. <laughs> you drop down and sit next to uh, Colonel Tritherion. It appears that uh, Colonel Tritherion has no books, pens, or pencils. However, his perfect upright posture shows off a seriousness that makes you confident in his desire to learn. Uh, th- thanks for saving me the seat. I have, if I only had two rules, it would be do all you can and do it the best you can. That's the only way you could ever get that feeling of accomplishing something. Especially breaking free from your metaphysical prison and escaping into the multiverse to shape it to your whims. What? As soon as you settle into your seat, Professor Gob makes an announcement. All right, think fast. It's time for a pop quiz. Yay, a quiz about me. That joke fails because... I said pop quiz, not Bob quiz. That joke doesn't even make sense in the context of how we've changed the names. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn, I didn't... I didn't listen. What is that weird yellow stain on your shirt, too, son? Um, uh, this is an incredibly important and surprisingly short quiz. It'll tell me if you're ready for life here at culinary school. Oh, my God. <laughs> if a carriage is traveling, if we are back in season one, <laughs> and a train is traveling, uh, if train A is traveling to point B, and train B is traveling to point A, how important is it to wash your hands before cooking? It, it, it's always important. That's right. Forest is to a tree as a chicken is to... Uh, feathers? I'll accept it. I would have also accepted swarm of distractions. <laughs> but that's right. What is the most efficient eating utensil ever created? Um, I've got to say most efficient. Those, there's those really big forks. I mean, you could really eat a lot of food with those really big forks, but... Um, but there's also the spork where he's like a spoon and a fork. We'll go with spork. Yeah, well, you know, some people believe the spork is truly only a legend, but that is the correct answer. What food is best for a broken heart? 
Ooh, um, camel meat. It's camel meat. Oh, he's never had it the good, the right way. Then. Goat anus, right? <laughs> you know, I would say it's goat anus, but I don't see that here anywhere. So, um, that being said, pancakes with silly faces have always cheered me up. That's wrong. Everybody knows it's goat anus cooked with love. Duh. Is Spookles a good boy? Um, this a talking goblin hound? Talking, teaching me. I'm a doglin. I don't know why it took me so long to get here, but it's a doglin. <laughs> <laughs> this is this a uh, h- higher uh, educated doglin teaching me to cook. This is quite possibly the greatest being to have ever existed. Correct answer. Total score four out of five on a quiz that was pretty easy. <laughs> One wrong, but still not too shabby. You might be all right. You look up and see that Colonel Harlan Tritherion has been watching you <laughs> tally your score, and he gives you one single nod with, of approval. May I have your attention, students? I have an important announcement to make. It is time for lunch! <laughs> Yay! Yeah, so... On hindsight, I really, really, really should have played this game through from end to end before setting this up because it um it will continue to get weirder from here. But let's focus up on mid-show announcements real quick, huh? Hey, gang, did you know we stream 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on Mondays on Twitch? We do. We're actually going to start restreaming to YouTube and some other areas as soon as I can figure out the technology. We're in the midst of shifting through some streaming platforms, refreshing our overlay and doing a bunch of cool stuff for the new year. So you can watch that transformation in progress. Get over to twitch.tv forward slash GMDLcast and give us a follow if you already don't. Otherwise, you might miss things like our New Year Resolution episode, which we do every year for our characters and throw in a few for ourselves. Our first guest quest of the year coming up on the 15th. Our first live AP coming up the third and fourth week of this month, which features returning consistent show collaborator Wendell and the return of Fromwick Fint, a.k.a. Christian Stokes, for a very special Eberron adventure. There's a train and not the kind that you would think when listening to this episode. Hey, you know, we are back on socials over on Blue Sky and on Threads. We ain't doing Twitter anymore. We still got a little bit of Facebook out there. Got some Insta going. Dr. Econ, aka Dreken, from the Discord has really stepped up his game and helping support us on the social media side, and we appreciate it. So head over to at GMDLcast on Blue Sky, Threads, Instagram, and Facebook to get Updates about the show, posts posts of specific content. I've actually got my own account that I'm skeeting. Nope, that's no good. Skying? uh, Bluing? Nope, nope, that's no good either. We'll figure out what we're doing that over on Blue Sky that I'm out on semi-regularly. So find me on that. Maybe I'll remember to post the show notes in them below. But look, if you really want the most up-to-date information about our show and want to meet a bunch of really cool people, then get in our Discord. You know what? If you're a patron, you automatically get in. But if you're not a patron, you can still hop in with legitimately some of the nicest people in the TTRPG community. If you're listening to this show, you've got our sense of humor. You've got our politics, probably. Guess what? There's more of you. I know. It's fucking weird. Um, but uh, but they're there. We've got them all uh, tucked into a, a warm, fuzzy discord where everybody's cool with each other. 
uh, click that link on the show notes, join us. You'll get all kinds of interesting feedback and a cool community to wrap your arms around and they will wrap their arms around you. And we promise above the waist unless there is consent. And, and finally, while you're out in the internet clicking on things and, and looking at all the new fancy bells and whistles that you can put an at symbol in front of, I don't know what it's fucking called. I'm sorry. I'm not going to look it up. Then uh, why don't you go ahead and head over to whichever podcast platform provides you with your entertainment and rate, review, and subscribe. Give us one of those fancy five-star reviews. Give us a thumbs up on the show, on the podcast platform. Maybe if you come out to a con in another context, you never know how things go. But uh, very specifically, that feedback lets other people know about the show, tells the algorithm that we're important, and really does have a value. So we appreciate it when you can do it. That thumbs up goes a long way in every possible context. So on that note, I think I've rambled enough for now. Be sure to come back after the show to find out exactly what those patrons get for supporting. That'll do it. Let's get back to the show. You guys uh, shuffle into the Stewart Cafeteria, uh, which is either a Martha Stewart reference or, again, a reference to somebody from KSC's past. It is a, uh, a lovely rose color as light streams into the window, setting a, a shockingly romantic mood for a college cafeteria. This is a beautiful little cafe. <laughs> mm. Fresh flowers. You would truly believe it could be the Martha Stewart Cafeteria. <laughs> your mouth waters as the, the waft of uh, delicious food enters your nose. Do you smell that? That must be our lunch. It smells crazy good. Uh, everyone, can, can I have your attention? It's a, is it about lunch? No, I just wanted to apologize for my tardiness. You see, I was- Howdy, folks. I'd like to make an announcement. <laughs> hey, I was about to- It's about lunch. Ooh. <laughs> Yay. Sure. Lunch, 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 lunch. She said, shh. In honor of the new semester, I've prepared something special to share with everyone for lunch. This must be the smell I smelled. Indeed. That smell. You hold your breath waiting to see what food this mysterious student has created. You've heard that he's very talented. But were the rumors true? Is this? <laughs> Colonel Trithereon Sanders lifts a large bucket above his head. Its contents glimmer in the light. Piled high are huge pieces of goat anus, breaded and fried to a crispy golden finish. The aroma of fried goat anus envelops you, and you begin to feel warm and safe. Colonel Trithereon has filled <laughs> a bucket with goat anus? What a novel concept. Your stomach begins to grumble as, as if to say, stop thinking and start loving and start eating. <laughs> For years, I have developed a secret recipe for the perfect fried goat anus. <laughs> but my calculation, nothing less than 11 herbs and spices are required to achieve the perfect balance of flavors and to cover up the poop taste. <laughs> uh, you look around and notice every other student has a pen and paper out and is scribbling notes as fast as they can. But I, that's all I can say about that. What? You think we want your stupid secret recipe, dude? Shh. Nah, my guy, nah. <laughs> I'm just uh, drafting my last will and testament. In case uh, one of those ingredients is a uh, poison. <laughs> Got him. More more looks around. Uh, real quick, deception check more more to see if uh, anyone's laughing at that sick burn. <laughs> Ooh, that's a two on the die. <laughs> that does, uh, if more more still has their uh, skills, make it a 15. No, unfortunately, <laughs> more more is not more E. 
And you have to wait and see what zinger Ashedrin. Ashdrin. Ashedrin. Ashdrin. Ashdrin. I even wrote it down. Yeah. Has prepared to follow up, but suddenly she takes a different approach. Yeah, and I was just yeah, like writing in my diary. Dear diary, today I smelled something beautiful. I knew at that moment that only the hands of a true gentleman could fry go anus so tender. You see her body language change from bitter and evil to, well, frankly, horny. <laughs> as she slides closer to Colonel Tritherian and possibly into his DMs, she realizes that he is destined for greatness and fame with his cooking skills and the fact that he's actually the deity that is the big bad of this campaign. Uh, Ash Edward wants him all to herself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please. Well, more more the goo-goo if you don't want any. I'll take his. Whoa. Ho- ho- hold on. I mean, I could, I could try it. More and more takes one bite. Your eyes grow wide and you start contorting your face as you try to hold in the pure exhilaration and confusion and act unimpressed. Clothes blow off. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow the pants get even tighter. Easy now. <laughs> There's enough for everyone. Please, my fellow classmates, a dig in. Everybody takes some fried goniness out of the bucket. I don't know why that's in quotes. Yeah. And you sink your teeth into it. It is, in fact, Amazing. Tasting Colonel Harlan Tritherion's goat anus transports you into another dimension, just like he would like to do. (laughs) Boy, that really fucking worked out for the meta plot of the show. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little freaked out right now. Oh, no. I was just realizing that Van Van's wearing like a little little bandana thingy, like what Maury made in just the last level for everybody to put on their head. (laughs) (laughs) This is so confusing right now. Alone with your taste buds. And some cosmic serendipity. Gripping a goat anus in your hand, you float weightlessly. <laughs> got a fistful of goat ass? You got to finger the anus. That's how you hold the anus. Oh, <laughs> no. You got to finger the anus? I'm sorry. <laughs> That's how you eat it. You just go right in there. Fisting some goat anus <laughs> as you float. Just fisting the goat anus. Eat it like you're making a puppet. Like, what? Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like calamari, except terrible. What's the question? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Trait has to act out either focusing their mind, meditating on the anus, and try and identify every flavor in it, savor the anus, and everything it tells you about Colonel Harlan Tritherion's culinary heart, or swim towards the light. Um... In this moment, you savor that anus. (laughs) (laughs) I am more delighted with this new refreshing take on preparing goat anus than anything else. Like, yeah, he cooked it well, and that's great. But I've got to find out, like, this is amazing. So I'm focusing inward and meditating on the goat anus and trying to identify every last flavor, even in the small notes of poopiness. You let the anus rest in your mouth. Focus on it. <laughs> Tongue it deeply. <clears throat> scrutinizing every flavor. <laughs> Salt, maybe? Salt. Pepper? No, it's too, too obvious. Salt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't That's the funniest part. Salt? Is that some kind of exotic spice there? Is it <laughs> salt, maybe? Two down. Nine to go, motherfuckers. <laughs> 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 Oregano? Basil? May- maybe, but... There's something more here. Something dark. <laughs> something spicy. You dig deeper into the anus. Oh my god. <laughs> no! 
no, no. <laughs> keep going. No. Abort. You keep going. <laughs> <laughs> you keep going. You keep no. going. Deeper. Deeper. Uh. <laughs> yes. Even deeper. You're Tell deep. us about Colonel Harlan's anus. <laughs> 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 Even deeper still. <laughs> until at last you find it. You, you <laughs> find it, sir. <laughs> you found a secret ingredient. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Could it be? He really did it. How bold. How adventurous to use MSG. <laughs> you try and go even deeper into the anus to see of flavors, but this revelation alone is more than you can handle. <laughs> you shoot out of it and realize that this information was meant to remain a secret. He shot out the poop shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Do it, Fred. Do it. Yeah. You should have pulled out of it. Oh, oh. God. no, my God. It was, it was right there. It was right there. It's just anus. That was meant to remain a secret. And yet, <laughs> now, now, now you know a burden of responsibility now rests upon your shoulders. As you look around, you realize that everyone in the room is consumed by the anus. No one noticed <laughs> that you've traveled through space and time, seen the outside of the realm. The rim of the... No. <laughs> the outer rim. The outer rim. <laughs> the outer rim. <laughs> As you know that you have to try to get some one on one time. Oh no! With Curlin, Curlin, <laughs> Harlan Tritherion. Oh, okay. There's no choice. Colonel uh, Harlan Tritherion smiles ever softly as you lock eyes with him, and for a moment you're like, "Wait a minute, is this still a simulation? What the fuck is happening there?" Because there is a little bit of an evil gleam that passes through before it distorts back to the normal weird glaze of whatever the fuck it is we're doing. He stops and allows you to break the silence. Ah, uh, Colonel. I wonder if I could talk to you for a moment. Anything. And I do mean anything for a fellow chef. What was on that anus? What that ass do? How bold are you to come out and ask? It's an idea I had for a new combination of flavors and reality that will make my fortune and establish my legacy. For all time and dimension, as I open up a chain of highly successful pantheons, uh, I mean, highly successful fried anus restaurants, no no big deal. From nowhere, he raises up a cane with a, a gleaming white, is it bone? Is it pearl? You're not sure, but you know it's a goat, <laughs> ass prominently raised in the air on the top of his cane. <laughs> It's, it's just you and I talking here. I can keep a secret. In fact, I've got some of my own that I'd be willing to trade. Well, now, I say, what's the rush? This semester's only getting started. We got two more whole days to get to know each other. Mm. The stank face. Yeah. He's uh, clearly not going to give it up easily, <laughs> but doesn't hurt to be persistent when dealing with the anus. <laughs> he already gave me the anus. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing left, right? That was, <laughs> well, that was somebody else's anus. <laughs> <laughs> you got to work for his. <laughs> <laughs> Webfest, take that!
This is why it's going to take us two and a half hours to get through this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And several showers. Several showers afterwards. <laughs> you know what they say about secrets, Colonel? Shouldn't learning be fun? I'll say, you got moxie. I'll give you that. Colonel Harlan Tritherion looks both ways to make sure that you're truly, truly alone. Leans in. I mean, really leans in. You can feel his warm breath as he whispers to you, all just one ingredient, but you can't tell. Now you hear me, you hear me, you can't tell. I use, it is something my great-grandmother taught me. Wow. You never would have guessed that. In fact, you're not even sure where you'd get some if you searched. And definitely isn't the flavor you tasted before. So now you're two ingredients closer to knowing the full recipe. While you're wrapped up in this huge revelation, actually, give me a perception check. That's a 19. So you come to uh, sooner than everybody else, and you notice that while everybody else is still wrapped up in anus, Colonel Tritherion has mysteriously disappeared. You decide to go look for him. Uh, you find him standing outside in the quad. Oh, it's uh, you again. Howdy. <laughs> Sometimes I, I like to come outside and look at the school buildings. I think about how my story will continue on. After I've escaped this dimension and spread myself a across the multiverse. What? <laughs> <laughs> I dare say I have the biggest plans. I will leave this mark on my world and every world beyond that they have chained me from from so many years. You can bet on that. What? <laughs> Alone together for the first time, you figure now is the perfect time to show your personality to him. Nay him. All right, act it out. Oh, damn it. Um. Well, you know, I've... um. I'm a little experienced myself with the culinary arts of goat anus. Uh, I've actually traveled deep into the regions of, uh, where is it, Baba from again, Sama? It's, it, it is Sama, right? History check. <laughs> 12. All right. Yeah, it, it's Sama. <laughs> yeah. But you're not sure what part of Sama with the 12. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. He doesn't need to know either. I don't want him to know that. Deep into the regions of Sama, where they, they have a very special way of preparing goat anus. And uh, I, I honestly think that uh, my, my recipe might be uh, as good, if not possibly better than yours. Well, you don't say. I, I don't think you could simply forget a flavor combination like that. Right. Exactly right. I remember it because I've tasted it before. I stopped at a random goat anus stand the other day, and their goat anus tasted exactly like yours. Did you just compare my recipe to a random goat anus stand? You got on right, I did. But it was a really good stand, especially considering it was frozen first. Frozen? Anus? <laughs> he pulls a white glove off, struggles to conceal his emotion. White glove, ready to slap, dangling in his hands, fighting back tears of anger. Ah, I say, I cannot believe you would impugn my honor in such a fashion. About to lose again. You realize you've done irreparable damage to your relationship from which it can never recover. He's been hurt. How? How dare you, sir? I say, how dare you, glove slap. <laughs> That's it. Game over. I am sorry. Fate has failed. Hey, uh, fate, demonic prince pops in. Look, you do know that this is a uh, a dating simulation, right? Like a dating illusion. If that's your idea of how to get somebody hot and bothered for you, just start picking an extremity to trade for your passage to the next level. So, oh, oh, so we're gonna put an asterisk in that. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That's two fails. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah. the death throws, you're at through now. Oh. <laughs> I dare say, 
Your pentahedron crest flares into life and time seems to rewind for a moment. Aren't there 12 spices in the KFC chicken? I thought it was 13 herbs and spices. He said 11. He said 11. Uh, he said 11, so he hasn't figured it out. Yeah. No, it's... it's it's. How many spices? I always thought it was 11. I thought it was 13 too. If somebody gets above a 15 on an arcana check, I will tell you how many secret herbs and spices. Ugh, four. I'm at a negative one. Let's see. Ten. Eleven. It's a four. It's a four. I feel like Todd should be able to do that with advantage because he's a chef. Did none of you, none of you got above a 15? Todd, Todd, should, Todd should be able to do it again because he's got, he's a chef. He should have advantage here. This isn't his arc fate, I say. <laughs> Back the fuck off. <laughs> 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 Baba. Did you did you roll your arcana? Uh, Twenty three. Awesome. <laughs> wow. Oh, <laughs> there are eleven herbs and spices in the Colonel's recipe. Thought so, as he stated earlier in this game. But we're sure it's not a story. Are you Turner telling us? Like, have you looked at KFC's website? Is it eleven? I looked into my magical <laughs> portal and saw across time and space. And according to the mystical historians of the chicken realm. There are, in fact, 11 secret herbs and spices in the colonel's recipe. So it's already perfected. I spoke to the demon goggle. Not the demon goggle. The demon alpha be uh, betany. I don't fucking know. What, what do you got? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to be modest but thoughtful here. Well, I just wanted to tell you that I really enjoyed your food. Now you've got his attention. The flavors were complex but comforting. The interplay between salty, savory, and pepper, well, I mean, it was, it was perfect. Well, now, I do appreciate the compliment, Fate. I might spare you when this is all over. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, what uh, I, I just want you to know that I think you'll be a huge success. Fate, I know we only met just today, but I am starting to get the same feeling about you. We should uh, head back inside. The next lesson starts soon. You step into the massive cooking arena, which my brain immediately said areola at first, but you know what? It's that kind of episode <laughs> <laughs> where the afternoon's lesson will take place. Each student gets an oven and all the tools and ingredients they could need. Look at this place. It's magnificent. Finally, we get to show our stuff. Oh, not my stuff. Wait a second. Oh, no. We have, we have to show our stuff. What if I totally blow it? <laughs> You're not going to blow anything. Or anyone. <laughs> Except maybe kisses to the crowd of fans you're going to earn with your signature adorable tiny, tiny, minuscule food creations. Oh, fuck. Todd would be such a tiny plates guy, too. <laughs> Why does the universe love our show? Ooh, did it uh, moosh boosh? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, students, to the Moyo Mossberg Memorial Cooking Arena. For today's lesson, we'll be cooking with partners. Hurry up and pair off. Or, you know, thruple off. <laughs> or, you know, whatever, whatever. Float your boat. Naturally, uh, Tadrim looks over at you, but unable to control yourself, you pounce <laughs> on Colonel Harland Tritherion. Uh, hey, hey, Colonel. Uh, would you like to tackle this lesson as a team? A team of two, that is. Um, you and I, me, me and you, if that wasn't clear. You, you want to be my partner? Well, sh well, sure, Fate. I'll prepare our station. Is Fate the like the main character in like a self-insert dating sim? Like his lines just it's just <laughs> sounds like things Fate would say, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> like it, this is lining up way too well for everything, and I don't. I know when it went to the universe, I was like, oh my god, what is happening right now? So, uh, without a partner, Todrium is left standing alone. Two different students quickly take notice. 
Hello. New partner, mate. Uh, beep, bop, buzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzz
Got him. <laughs> Don't be rude. Don't be rude. More, more. Ugh. Personally, I have no doubts whatsoever about Colonel Tritherion's ability to concoct creations worthy of admiration. After all, your fried goat anus was quite spectacular. But Colonel, if you ask me, I might be a better partner for you than this thing that has positioned itself at your station. Don't you feel deep down that we cast complimentary shadows? We fit together like a thigh and an anus. What? <laughs> it just makes sense. It does. Thighs and anuses, they, they make perfect sense. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about this makes any sense, but one thing is clear. <laughs> She's coming for your colonel. Whoa. Oh, if you don't watch out. <laughs> Astrin is going at you hard. <laughs> hard, I say. You need to ask for back up here before things bump uglies. <laughs> you turn to Colonel Harland's right there, Jan. <laughs> Hunk of hunks, Lord of Lords in your time of need. <laughs> or do you turn to Tadirium, your favorite bestie who's always had your back? I think Hunk of Hunks needs to be added to Todd's intro. <laughs> <laughs> Please no. Please no. <laughs> Kill me now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um Turn to Tr Colonel Tritherian. Hunkerunks. I'm here to learn and express myself via my cuisine, not bicker with you shoddy tramps. <laughs> Bitch. Partners were chosen at the beginning of class, so let's all respect the format, okay? You turn to Colonel Sanders to confirm that you're on the same page. I chose Colonel Tritherian, and Tritherian has chose me. Isn't that right? Well, now, a deity and a businessman respects all fair agreements from contracts to bonding, handshakes. Uh, I took on fate as my partner for this activity, and I'll stand by it. Based on your team's behavior and this party's behavior, I'd say y'all are a hot mess and perfect for each other. I'm not threatened at all that my plans for you. Multiversal domination could be overthrown. What? Neither of you has fate's natural talent or his potential. His tongue for anus. What? <laughs> I've never seen a young man handle anus so familiarly <laughs> or so frequently as this gentleman right here. Being defended, leading you feeling proud and full of potential. You look for uh, Spookles in hopes that he might step in, but he's nowhere to be found. Darn those cute goblins and their short but sturdy stature, and their need to constantly take hash breaks. You look down at your station and realize in the tension of the moment, your hands have been cooking on autopilot. Distracted by the drama, you've already crushed the boiled potatoes into a perfectly creamy mashed texture with plenty of butter and cream for flavor. It's as if your natural passion guided you through the steps you know so well while your attention was elsewhere. I know just what to do. He's holding a beautiful white porcelain gravy boat, out of which pours a smooth, brown gravy, smothering your nearly finished potato dish. This is so gross. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a bit. Gravy flows down. God damn it. Hold on. <laughs> it's so gross. I gotta steal myself. <laughs> so great, but so gross. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. I don't... Oh my god. Mm, yep. The old gravy. Mm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Say this. Oh. <laughs> you gotta say this line. I gotta get <laughs> I am not eating that. <laughs> Never going to chaos again. I'll ruin it for everyone. Um, gravy flows down your mound of mashed potatoes, 
The results look and feel spectacular. Granny would be very proud. <laughs> Colonel Trithereon holds out a spork to you. You reach out and grab a hold of it, but he doesn't immediately let go. The two of you stand there holding the same spork. And for that moment, all the madness and pressure and burden of this adventure in this crazy fantasy world stops. Your eyes lock. The moment is electric. Time seems to stand still. If you love something, set it free. Possibly like a deity who was trapped in a uh, metaphysical prison. What? Together, you dig the utensil into the mound of creamy mashed potatoes and lift a heaping sporkful up when you see Astrid with a sinister look. You know she's plotting against you and then filled with rage without thinking. You fling the spork full of mashed potatoes, <laughs> causing a, a creamy, gooey splatter across Ash Eldrin's stupid, beautiful face. Mormon, do something. Do something. Scooping up a fingerful, Mormon tastes the dripping, <laughs> gooey mess and realizes that it's delicious. <laughs> Horrified by this whole fucking bit, <laughs> he slinks away. Well, they ever be able to cook something with so much love and integrity and innuendo? <laughs> Hold on right there, fate. We do not waste food in the Moyo Mossberg Memorial Cooking Arena. Colonel Tritherion, I expected better from you. If you throw one more sporkful, you both better be prepared to eat it off of whomever it lands. <laughs> Can I have potato face? Can I have potato face? Wow. <laughs> Wow. Oh, no. This is so gross. Mormor rushes over. A covered dish in his hand. Mashed potatoes with gravy? Pathetic. In just a few minutes, I've prepared a full meal. Gaze upon my specialty. Braised? Oh, what did I say testicles? <laughs> <laughs> Braised? It does in the fantasy that we're here. Testicle of... A sea monster that is escaping my brain. What are Abolith. Kraken. Braised testicle of Kraken. Kraken nuts. In my <laughs> now that's the fast food little snack that you can get. <laughs> little Kraken nuts. <laughs> Braised testicle of Kraken in my silky salt water sauce. Oh. Jesus. That's the silky sauce. <laughs> but, <laughs> plated on a battle axe blade. Forged by my supreme chef ancestors. <laughs> this did take a weird fantasy twist. What what just happened? <laughs> what? The, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> wait, what? If his ancestors were chefs, why are they forging battle axes? <laughs> For plating, obviously. Uh. <laughs> obviously. Yeah, fucking come on, fate. Uh, you've ignored me for too long. This ends now. It is I who will have the first bite. And you will all look on with envy. And we just realized that Chaz was playing two characters with opposite personalities, <laughs> just like Fate and Chance, <laughs> somehow fucking accidentally three quarters of the way through the bit. The interrupting student rushes at Mormor and swipes a bite of his signature dish right off the plate. No, don't. Something about this dish doesn't strike my nose quite right. I think... Crack, Kraken. This dish was rushed and may have turned in the process. The results could be toxic. Too late. It has been eaten. Uh, I, I think I left something in the oven. I, uh, I don't. Uh, I don't feel so good. What? Not explosive diarrhea. <laughs> oh, he's dead. Oh, oh, my, oh my god! It, it killed him. Everyone, step back. Do not take another bite. <laughs> when you look at the plate, the rest of it's gone, and you notice the testicle being slurped 
into Bob's mouth. <laughs> Bob winces in pain for just a moment. <clears throat> and then it's almost immediately back to his oblivious self. Oopsie. Tastes like poison. The entire class had gathered to watch Bob's final moments. Shock has frozen the whole crowd as they are motionless as statues. The class bell rings, disrupting the moment, snapping everyone back to reality. It would appear that Bob's enthusiasm for trying new things, despite the obvious danger, has inoculated him against poisons of all kinds, including his pentahedron shard, which I think also gives him immunity to poison somewhere. Did that get the poison resistant character? This is crazy. <laughs> yeah, you do have poison resistance. How in the fuck <laughs> is this happening? What is happening right now? I'm not sure. I got the poison resistant character who doesn't talk. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> this ghost is still just hanging out here the entire time too. Like what the fuck? I'm not sure if characters here make enough money. Maybe if we had more patrons. <laughs> um, hello? I just turned into a ghost man. Seeing that you're shaken up by that really annoying student and all his nonsense, Colonel Tritherion approaches to you. And now I'm sorry you had to go through that. Please, uh, let me walk you back to your room. What? Like, for real? Oh, come on. You uh, follow Colonel Tritherion out of the room at night. The school building has taken on another vibe entirely. It's dark and more than a little sexy. Colonel Tritherion stands in the quad's neon glow and speaks softly. Now, those mashed potatoes you made in class today, but... But before you go on, I want you to know, they're not a great representation of my skills. I didn't even realize I was making them. I was so caught up in everything else. They were amazing. As he puts his finger up against your lips. <laughs> shh, shh, say no more. Tasting them, it reminded me why I became so passionate about food and controlling people to begin with. Colonel Trithian's getting a little choked up. Controlling people and cooking is clearly important to him in a way that you find inspiring. Now might be the perfect time to tell him that you're developing feelings for him. Uh, Colonel Trithia? Yes, Faye. Uh, this, this something I need to tell you. Uh, hold it right there. There's something- Isn't he wanted for murder? Shh. Tadium, Tadrium. There's something I need to tell you first. You see, when I was just a boy, I had a dream that one day I would be the greatest chef the world has ever seen. <laughs> and every day since, I've been working toward that dream. Day and night, never stopping, never resting. Also, lifting a lot of weights. <laughs> like, so many weights. We should follow our dreams with all our hearts, that our souls may grant them like wishes floating on a shooting star. <laughs> shooting right out of this goddamn prison universe. What? Hey, no, I... You, shut up. I'm the one here to say inspirational stuff and be the star of the story. Uh, are we forgetting that your cooking literally killed a guy? <laughs> you can't prove that. Ah, I also saw you kill that guy. What was his name? Or Gene Eric. <laughs> Forget him. We're talking about me. 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 I'm the hero. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh my God. The spark month. What? Did we skip something? Hold on. No. <laughs> no. What the fuck? Suddenly, a behemoth appears from the night. A globular beholder made of congealed potatoes, sporks for teeth, <laughs> random spork face eyes drawn all over it. The spork monster is here to eat a hero. Uh, I think I left the fridge door open. <laughs> Later, nerds.
Got him. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you threaten me as I was just letting down my guard and connecting with another chef on an emotional level. Be afraid. Be very afraid of me because I'm a monster. See? Is he, is he rhyming on purpose or is that just a coincidence? But before you can discuss syntax any further, it's a turn-based fight sequence. <laughs> what? <laughs> Roll for initiative, apparently. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> what will you do? Oh my god, uh, I'm attacking. You decide to go on the attack. What attack will you use? <laughs> <laughs> um, cook with love. <laughs> <laughs> cook with love does one damage. It just got real. The attack really upset the spork beholder. The spork beholder goes on the attack. Ooh. They spray hot gravy all at you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, no. <laughs> you take one damage. Your turn, Fate. Um, defend. Which defense will you use? Unfortunately, mage armor is not an option. Mage armor? You decide to cast mage armor anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you continue to stay back and endure whatever comes your way. Seems like a pretty weird strategy. <laughs> sure, but it's made it three seasons into the podcast. <laughs> Why would you change now? You do you. <laughs> Spork monster focuses their mashed mind attack and draws in the energy from the god spire itself. Oh, fuck. They grow larger and more intimidating. How do you respond? Attack. You decide to go on the attack. Which attack will you use? <laughs> Cook it again. <laughs> with love. Cook with love does one damage. Spark Beholder is no quitter. All buffed up, covered in creamy butter, ready to rumble, they go on the attack once again. Spork Monster uses Utilitensile. <laughs> you take two damage from the attack. If you take that much more damage, you are not going to survive the battle. Defend? No! <laughs> no you're going to die. Yep, yep. Uh, attack, attack. You decide to go on the attack. Cook with love. Cook with love does one damage. Spork monster is oozing cheese sauce onto the lawn of the quad, or at least you hope to God that's cheese sauce. <laughs> you wonder who's going to have to clean that up. Feeling vulnerable, spork monster prepares for its ultimate attack, rounded edge. <laughs> When was cheese sauce added to the gravy and mashed potatoes? <laughs> it must be one of those bowls. Mashed potato bowl, yeah. The bowls, yeah. With the corn. <laughs> yeah, corn bowl. Oh, I love those fucking famous bowls. Yeah, where's the corn? The true, true evil of fucking KFC are those bowls. <laughs> hey, fucking used to love those things. I'm not gonna lie. Mm -hmm. I love those. I make them at home. Vile villain, your reign of terror stops here. Colonel summons the energy of a thousand anuses. Mm. No, no. <laughs> oh, no. Anus pop power pinch. Oh, the speaker. Oh, no, no. he's going to pinch it off. He's going to pinch it off. <laughs> Anus pop power pinch does 10 damage. Spork monster is defeated. You, you saved me. An injured spork beholder spews into the night. Fuck this thing. Finish it. <laughs> <laughs> what would Colonel Trithereon want you to do? That's what I'm trying to figure out. He just beat the shit out of it. Uh, it's an abomination against all things, but... He did love those potatoes, though. So. <sighs> Fuck. Spare the wretched beast. You managed to tamp down your disgust at the sight of this gnarly beast enough to realize that it's still a living creature with a pure soul who deserves your pity. Oh, no. Not your wrath. Be gone, beast. And don't you dare come back for a follow-up encounter tomorrow. I won't forget about this. And I certainly won't be back like you said. The spork beholder scuttles off into the night. <laughs> and left behind a special item. Ooh. It appears to be 
a magical cookbook, but upon closer inspection, it's so much more. <laughs> it's a book of magic spells with a golden anus on the cover. What the fuck? <laughs> you open the cover and find a library card tucked inside. What is happening? What the shit? <laughs> the last name to have signed it out is Borco. <laughs> no edit, because it sounds like a fantasy name. <laughs> a Borco, there, that name sounds strangely familiar. Your blood is throbbing <laughs> as you uh, stand in the quiet of the night, holding the mysterious book in your hands. As you come down from your battle bus, you realize that the final attack has left you completely spent. The world around you begins to fade away. Without any energy to keep your eyes open, darkness overtakes you. The image of Colonel Harlan Tritherion flashes before your eyes as you fall asleep. He must have helped you get home in your tired state. You know you couldn't have made it without him. What a man. You'd want to thank him, but you don't have the strength to utter a single word, let alone a handy. You feel the covers be pulled up over you as you are tucked in tightly. Oh, Colonel Mycurry. <laughs> in your dreams. You're together with Colonel Tritherion. For some reason, fucking <laughs> Spookles is there. Spookles. Instructing your lovemaking. <laughs> God damn it, this is weird. <laughs> Shit's weird, yo. <laughs> Shit's weird, y'all. I warned you, fuckers. Oh my God, what is happening? Oh my God. All the characters are just flying by on the chick of the dead guy. Why is the student dead in your dreams, too? <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> So I'd like to give us credit and say that we looked at this in advance and saw how funny it would be to swap out the word chicken for anus in the context that this game was going to provide us and then really walked into this well aware of what we were getting into. That would require a degree of planning and coordination that we simply neither have the time nor the cognitive capacity to engage with. And so the pure, unadulterated madness which you experience will just have to be one the universe came up with. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. You know what else you can stay tuned for? If you're a patron, if you provide patronage at any level for the show, you're going to get to see the video for this. That's right. The whole damn thing is recorded. You'll get to see the screen share and some of our reactions as we go through it. If Zoom wasn't so weird about gallery view, then you get to see all of our reactions, but you'll get to see most of them. Anyway, that's just one of the bonuses that the patrons get for supporting. So, hey, you know, something new for 2024. If you support at any level, the lowest being the Todd for three bucks and the highest being the Baba and the Mori at 40, you get everything that is on the website. Uh, that's the bonus lore, the bonus character exercises, the bonus podcast, the bonus videos. Some of them kind of important, like that last one. Others slightly more frivolous. You never know. But anyway, you get it all. Well, hey, Turner, you might ask yourself then, why are you talking to yourself? Secondly, why would you uh, support for more if you get all the milk for just three bucks? And I would say we're really drifting into some weird mixed metaphor territory. I'm not doing dairy in the new year. I have other goals that I'm trying to meet. And you would say, well, yeah, I know you're not doing dairy or really alcohol for a while. And I, I respect that. But again, wh why would I pay you more money? And I would say, oh, shit, I've totally lost the thread of this conversation. Let's get back to the point. At which point I would say, um, well, there's stuff that's not on the website that you will get sent to you, like stickers, T-shirts, not a stand mixer, like the one that might have gotten a little bit edited out in that whole biscuit referencing that might make it make it a little bit more sense. But all kinds of cool stuff. The Baba level patrons, the top level that get the most merch drops, are actually about to get, I have two more to finish making up. 
a roll-up 3D printed dice tower and carrying tray that we are printing out because I'm into 3D printing and as a thank you for their patience and the slow speed which with the Q3 drop came out. But anyway, all the uh, all the particular details of that will be up on the Patreon in the coming weeks. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash GMDLcast to see what you can get for supporting the show. Every dime of it, and I do mean every dime, goes back into the show. Whether that's buying equipment, whether that's trying out different programs for recording or for producing video content or yeah, or or supporting our efforts to go to Gen Con again this year, registration permitting. So uh, be sure to get over there, check that out, support if you can. And hey, those of you who are supporting deserve a special thank you. So Sailor Scars, yes, I know who you are. You get the thank you anyway. Malohai, Kirk, Richard Satchel, the Rooster Wrangler, Mr. Smee, Sundance Sid, Daniel, Ken, Tadrium doesn't have a lot of cooking specialties. But they apparently have got a lot of practice making out with inanimate objects, a skill they'll be more than happy to share with you as one of their supporters. New names only, Dean, Appella, a roboticized private eye, Miles, Maury's mini magnets making magic manageable. Nailed it the first try, you won't ever know if it took more. Don't use good yarn on bad conspiracies. Coro Basic B. Nikki. Again, that feels like Dreken did that. Mr. Bible Pants, the aforementioned Dreken, a.k.a. Dr. Econ, Cosmic Worm, more, more, the Ooze Ooze, has got a lot of issues, but they've also got a lot of workout tips. I mean, do you even lift, bro? Well, hit them up. They're more than happy to let you know what basic protein helped them get that oozy goo into such a solid shape. Martian, Kalevi Alvedi, Hannah, Loki the Angry Dwarf, Kyle like his best girl. Thomas, Yogan, Ashtrin is a piece of work, a real piece of work, but their ability to shape chocolate into a perfect breast cannot be denied, and they're more than happy to send you pictures of that. Just hit Jamie up in the Discord and ask him for a picture of his chocolate boobs, and he will be more than happy to send those to you as a supporter on his level. Tell him I said so. Please note, no. Such photography will be provided unless Jamie's really into it, and I don't want to know about it if he is. Dr. Death, Professor Flattop, Gibbons Camp, Zork Fox, Saga Nadal, Matt Dave, Bill, and of course, Resident Alpha Patron Lee. Bob is a lot, even though he doesn't say a lot. And I don't know if I would cook anything that he made you, but it turns out he would make an excellent poison taster. So if any of you have a medieval assassin plotting your downfall, let us know. We'll send Bob right over. Please don't send him back. So hey, these folks have access to all our creative content. They get additional swag. They get the opportunity to influence the show. They get the opportunity to play with the cast members and... They get the opportunity to play against the cast members in a number of different ways. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash GMDLcast. Check out what you get for supporting the Party of Five. Believe me, we appreciate it. It's the new year. You, some of you have made resolutions to, you know, be better people. And um, I can't think of something that would qualify you for being one of the best people. Uh, more 
then giving to our show. Okay, look, I can think of a lot of different things, but this is the self-serving portion where I ask for money and I'm kind of on a roll here, so I'm going to stick with that. Look, it's, uh, it's a tough time for a lot of people. We appreciate that. There is a lot of uncertainty for some in the new year and you may not have extra cash laying around. We totally understand that. But do you have a rich uncle or a financially solvent coworker? Or are you aware of a random stranger at a game store that always drops their wallet? No, I'm no. Stop it. You stop it. Uh, what I'm getting at here is there is still something you can do to help out the show that doesn't involve pickpocketing someone. That's wrong, despite what Maury might tell you. What you can do is you can tell somebody about the show. Word of mouth is probably the best way to spread awareness of a podcast. Sure, we can run ads on other shows, and we will. Sure, we can trade promos with other shows, and we will. But at the end of the day, those a lot of those get skipped over, or they get fast-forwarded through, or they just get wholeheartedly okayed next. What people tend to listen to is the recommendation of their friends, coworkers, or friendly neighborhood game store co-customers. I don't know, there's a term there. Which is why we'd really appreciate it if you made the effort to inform those people about the show and tell them not to start on this one. Unless this is 100% their thing, in which case, get them in the fucking Discord. We're here for them. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, one in five people decide which podcast they should listen to next based on a recommendation. One in five. If we didn't have that, I'd be like losing one of the party of five. Or even Colonel Trotherion. And if we didn't have Colonel Trotherion, with whom would fight make this oh-so-important love connection? Either way, supporter or not, we absolutely appreciate you making time for us and joining us here in our little corner of the actual play multiverse. So, thank you. Once again, Happy New Year. You're the dragon, baby. Thanks for joining us, and always, hope you enjoyed the show. Hello, everyone. I am Trotherion. Now, some of you may know me from the episode previously, where I played a fictional representation of both my own character and a gentleman responsible for the formation of a fast food chain in another universe. Yes, this man did in fact spend some time as a obstetrician, and yes, he in fact did get into a gunfight with a business rival in which he wounded a man and his business partner was shot. 
I can assure you that all references to him, any fast food chain he was affiliated with, any medical pads which whose use might be necessary after consuming greasy fried foods, are in fact intended as parody and are no way meant to insinuate any link between the Gimme the Loop podcast, Flying T Media Productions, and any cast member of this show with any of the organizations affiliated with said larger entities. Unless, of course, any of those entities would like to potentially shop us for a paid sponsorship, at which point we can assure them that all future content containing references to fried anus will be properly branded. Thank you for your support.